coming to you live, raw and uncut, unedited from Glendale. Chris is back in America. Chris is back in Glendale. Oh. I never left. Oh, man, it feels good, Jason. Love to be here. The sun is breaking through the clouds in this. It's going to be a nice 75 degrees this afternoon in Los Angeles, even though it's December. I don't think that's true. I think it's going to be a little chilly. It's 57 right now, bro. It's 11 a.m. Yeah, 57. That's what I'm saying. We got time, though. It's got to heat up. We're not going to get there. I think we're finally done with global warming winter, and I think regular winter is starting to arrive. No. I refuse to accept that. Why? I'm Greta Thurberg. <laughs> this this shit is sticking around. No, I'm I'm Greta Thurberging. You're saying no, no. I'm saying that global warming needs to cont- is real, and I'm unfortunately, I you know, unfortunately, it's continuing. I don't want it to. Of course, that's crazy. Did you just say it needs to continue. Well, for my personal <laughs> advancement, for like your some of your stock investments, <laughs> yeah. it's sort of we need global warming to keep going where it's going we global warming can't dip no 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 i hate to see global i'm when bullish they, on warming when they announced the the new variant you know what i mean global warming dipped a little bit but mm-hmm. luckily my i've i've held strong in my global warming investments Damn, that's the real metaverse my portfolio manager said stay strong on global warming <laughs> you keep keep the money in there chris don't don't fuck around with that. let's hold the line not that one. Not that one. You can you can finally <laughs> you can finally sell GameStop, but you, you got to keep the you got to keep global warming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think that that global warming or I mean as I've lived on this earth, I don't think that seasons are disappearing. Mm-hmm. You know, like people are saying like it's there's no there's kind of no more spring and no more fall. It's either just like really hot and sunny or way too cold and shitty. Even weather itself has moved to a classic or trash. Yeah. <laughs> classic or trash juxtaposition. Damn, that, the, that classic or trash shit is very real. That's a great point. Even, yeah, even weather said, like, let me check, let me check that out. Let me, yeah, this sounds cool. So, but I, I don't, I think that all the seasons are still there and they're still happening. I think they're just simply shifting to different parts. Like the, the belt is still wrapped around the pants, but, the buckle has shifted mm-hmm. over over a course of an evening. You know what I mean. Sometimes the belt buckle. Oh, I thought be a little you were referencing like a white belt. I listen to the faint. I pull the buckle that, to the <laughs> side, like international noise conspiracy. That's too beat. far. Oh, that's I see. Too, that's global warming extremists, <laughs> okay. where it's not okay. for everyone. <laughs> okay, so it's just a, a slight shift, like. You you just adjust it when you went to the bathroom and you were drunk and you just left it a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, you you put your belt on like if you go to a, like a sloppy wedding. Okay, you put your suit on, everything's looking good, your tie's good, your belt is is aligned, the buckle is mm-hmm. due north, it's centered on your Adobe document, it right above in, your crotch, and then you go placed. home. You got some water burger stains on your pants. The wedding was in Austin. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually really hot right now for bachelorettes and weddings and stuff. Austin is so popping right now. Yeah. So like the mason jar, mezcal, margarita, there's a little bit of that on the pants. The water burger mustard is on your Izod tie. It was crazy though. So house was actually open after the bachelorette party. It was sick. It was I mean. open. They didn't let us in. Um, so, but, but you, you look at the mirror and the belt buckle is mm-hmm. is askew. That's that, a, but that's it's what, still there, and your pants are still up. So that so the seasons are, seasons are merely skewed, but they are maintaining as as they always have. Yeah, I winter mean, I, is still here. It just starts in December instead of starting in November. Yeah, I would probably agree with you. I mean, I've just suffered through some cold weather, and um, I you know I don't love it, but I mean, you do get to get fits off. I got this new. <laughs> 
friend of the show, Ben Dietz, actually, he, he, this is a while ago, but he just texted me out of nowhere and was like, Hey, I have this jacket for you. And I was like, okay. And he just showed up on a bike an hour later. He was like, Hey, this is my dad's and it doesn't fit me. And I, I thought you would want it. It's like this belted cashmere camel coat. It's too thoughtful. It, it was very nice. So I got it dry cleaned. It's ready to go. I was taking all, but it's, it's smelled like shit. It's so warm. It's just, so, it's too warm. It's like I was too warm. Too warm. Well, I wore it to the I wore it to the parade Soho store opening party mm-hmm. because I hadn't been outside all day because I was so I was grustling so hard that I basically would wait. New, my New York schedule was wake up at five thirty, go to Fierce Grace Hot Yoga or Hot Hit at seven. Fierce Grace. I'm not happy with the name. I'm not happy with the anything except the workout. That sounds that sounds like one of like Beyonce's film production companies. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of her mini arms of the Parkwood Entertainment. That, that's that's Oprah's AI wing. <laughs> <laughs> so I would go to Fierce Grace. I'd be done at eight, and I'd be back in the house basically till sundown because I would have shit to do. You know what I mean? So I was like, "Oh, it looks chilly outside." So I put you know, but then damn, I powered through. But that is a that is a gr- do you get like little cuckoo just being locked up in in your apartment all day i mean i i, I know I, you have the internet and the metaverse to swim around and I don't, fly freely but i mean when you're buying and selling nfts at the rate that i am it's kind of like your mind doesn't rest right so right, it's, right. it's a little I'm bit just fine i would call indoors. it i would actually say it's stimulating more than it is depressing known indoor kid chris black <laughs> yeah no i mean I don't. I didn't love it, but there there's shit to be done. Yeah. But I did. I did get to wear my my new coat, and I also got a new coat from Drake. So I'm just I'm coated up. Some people are suited and booted. You're coated and I'm throated. I'm coated and throated. <laughs> <laughs> She's coated and throated. But yeah, it was, that's a that's a bummer because I'm always too cold. I'm always freezing. You know that about me. Well, it's because your body is so large that the blood is unable to make it to all the No, it's because I'm just skin and bones. I don't have a lot of meat on here, so I'm always... <laughs> More meat than I would like. I wouldn't send it back if, <laughs> if the chef put it down, but... Come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, your legs are one of your better features. You know what I mean? Okay, so so I'm always cold, but like very rare. Are you? Do you get too hot in the winter? When you have like too big of a coat, you you have the seat heaters on See, and the beamer. This is the problem. This is this is actually Alex and I were talking about this. You got to roll the windows down. In in New York, I get you get overheat all the time because you're walking. So you bundle up and then mm-hmm. you walk and you get too hot and then you take something off and you're too cold. It's a problem. Ugh, ugh, but here in LA, ugh. the coat situation is very tough this time of year because a coat like a coat that I would wear in New York, like a proper you know longer coat, mm-hmm. feels dramatic in la it feels like kind of obnoxious to wear that That's like right. yesterday we were walking around the the westfield center city mall and you know guy walks up in his fucking you know bonobos trousers with his fucking coat <laughs> from suit supply i'm like this guy looks like a fucking clown uh-huh. but it was cold enough to w- wear a coat you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, but, yeah you feel you feel good there's not a lot of places you can walk around in la with like a proper no you look kind of weird you need basically the, all formal the, winter coat all the coats in la have to stop at the waist that that's really a rule yeah. that I would say. Yeah, to. because you can't go hiking if you're down to the knee length with exactly. your with your wool coat. No, so it's a it's it's a real challenge dressing. You know, luckily I have many great options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but that's because you, you you looked in your closet and you said challenge accepted. I'm going to get after it today. That's exactly what I did. But <clears throat> it's just it's nice to be back, man. It's it really is. It's really nice to be back. I'm, I love traffic. You know, I love. Mm-hmm. My local gym, you know, I've seen all the sites I need to see already in 48 hours. You know, I saw that it's snowing in Hawaii, but not in Denver. Not to get in my Thurnberg. What do you think about that, Chris? I think Obama's down there right now. 
So maybe Santa did that for him to kind of give it like a Christmas. Obama scene. made made mm-hmm. snow. Happen. Well, he's he's Hawaii. quote unquote from there. What is the quotes for? Well, I mean, <laughs> you and I both know. You don't. He's not from. He's not American. Exactly. I I didn't say that, but I. So that's sort I've of heard. that's it's. He can say I didn't lie about mm-hmm. the country I was born in. It was more of a little fib. Yeah. It's like when I forget to ring something up on the self checkout at Whole Foods. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I wasn't that. stealing. I wasn't stealing. I merely forgot. I'm obviously an upstanding white member of society who would never steal from a corporation like this. Officer, this is. I believe this is a shutting case. Whoops, a daisy here. <laughs> Officer, I come here every day. You think I'm that stupid? <laughs> you really think I'm that stupid? They know me here. They when I go to the smoothie bar, Edgar. Edgar, <laughs> it's happening again. When I go to the smoothie bar, I say, Mister Black, nice to see you again. I had a very nutritious just yesterday. I thought of you, my man. I finally had one today, and it, it, oh my god! So I've been I've been recuperating because it's been a lot of partying. This is the this is the part about about December and winter time that I don't like where. It's very fun. Every week, there's like a lot of parties you got to go to. Mm-hmm. Holiday party, housewarming party, birthday party. A lot of people move to a new place around this time of year. And you, I'm just always fighting like a hangover. I'm always eating I feel like you've been. I feel like you've wine. been fighting a hangover and eating shitty for, I would say, a majority of your adult life. Yeah, but it, it turns up a notch in December. I, I know like, this it's about like you. October for baseball fans. I remember. Yeah, you're Mr. December. I'm Mr. December. <laughs> I remember this last year and, because you had this whole thing where you were like, yeah, I just I just do my thing and let it rock. And I gain a little weight and then I'll just figure it out later. And it sounds like maybe you're going to walk that back right now. Well, once you get older, yeah, every, every year that ticks on that calendar, on that Chanel advent calendar, <laughs> Ooh. it gets a little tougher to clear things up it's getting harder to say the right things <laughs> that's right chris that's right um yeah but you I, i'm uh, i'm doing a little bit of that just to counter it but that what i was saying last year was more so like coming to grips with the fact being okay with this month is going to be where you do more eating you do more drinking mm-hmm. it's cold out you're not out in the sun walking mm-hmm. around and doing fun stuff you're less active you're hibernating, this so is, you're going to pack on your December 10 not. pounds to remember. No, no, the December 10 pounds to remember is not part of the How Long Gone Metaverse. I've I've actually, <laughs> I'm approaching it a different way because this is the first time I'm going to be home for a nice stretch where I can really lock in. I texted Hunter as soon as I got back and said, it's fucking zero dark 30 time. Mm-hmm. December is my time to remember abs, and that's you're, what we're going to do. Okay, so you're... You're not in album mode. You're in album mode. I'm in album mode, and this is not a fucking game. I told Hunter I want to lock in, and I'm having these a little bit of an ankle issue, but he's going to run me a program for cardio. So I'm just going to, I'm really going to go hard body for the next month. And luckily for me, I don't eat any of the stuff that's fun for Christmas. Yeah. You know, fruitcake out. Uh, You know, what else is there? Cookies. Cookies out. Well, Cakes yeah, out. the fact that you, that's the difference. I think it's sweets is a difference because I normally am not a sweet I hunter. I see, but they're around. But yeah, Christmas, they're all, they're, they're all around. Are you going to make your famous TJ thumbprints yeah, this year? Yeah, of course I'm going to make them. 
Well, this is the first year I'm not going to participate, and I but I thank you for your service. I'll send you a pic. I'll 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 mint one as an NFT. It'll spin <laughs> it'll spin around in a circle. It'll just it'll actually show a thumb putting the jam dot down. Don't, Chris. I'm don't. sorry. I, I hate to give it. I'm out. not editing this episode. I God, I'm so good at ideation. That's free radio right there. So you've been going to a lot of parties, and honestly, I thought today because last night we were planning to record this episode. Usually we do a 10 a.m. You're like. 10 30 mm-hmm. and i was like okay good we're gonna get tj on one of his little hungover little stinky pods but then i get here today <laughs> you're making me a cup of coffee you're sprightly you got your gucci sunglasses on mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. seem to be your hair looks pretty good you seem to be feeling good i'm feeling i'm feeling good but yes because i've been really addicted to your pre-workout now when i go to the gym mm-hmm. it's it's there there's a lot of changes have been made so are you saying that you finally learned to work out because pre-workout that's a, that's a part of it. I, well, I never stop learning and trying to improve. <laughs> Don't spit out the water. Sorry, I had, I, had a, I had some alkaline water in my mouth when Jason said he, he doesn't stop learning. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> Okay, so you don't stop. So learning. I don't. I don't ever stop learning. So I, when some <laughs> don't even know what we were originally talking about. You're talking about. I'm saying your gym flow has improved. Yeah, yeah because yeah. of pre workout, which I guess you had. So you yeah resisted. So I'll, for years. I'll, I'll be like, here's a plateau. Here's yeah. a here's a here's a box I need to live in and work out of. And pre workout has let me know that. You can burst through that wall Kool-Aid man style, mm. which is basically that should more be the ad for pre-workout than just Kool-Aid. Mm. Kool-Aid is pre-workout for kids. Mm-hmm. But I was <laughs> like, oh, I don't need to live in this box. It's time. The, these the rules. See this this uh, barbed wire fence is keeping me in here. Pre-workout comes in with some scissors and you're just and now you understand why I'm vibrating on a higher plane. Yeah, so like my problem one 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 wall that was set up for me was the Equinox parking only validates for two hours. <laughs> Wrap your big brain around this one. Forty minutes of that two hours is gonna be sauna, shower, yeah, getting dressed. Sure. So I'm already down to an hour and twenty minutes. I mean that's barely scratching the surface. In the hour and 20 minutes, that's the moment your car drives into the parking lot, not the moment you start working out. So, like, mm-hmm. you, you drive in, you get the thingy, you find a parking spot in the structure, minutes. you walk down, you check in, you have to get your validation, you have to beep the app, you walk upstairs, you change, you put your shit in the locker room. By the time you're starting your workout, we're already, we're already down to an hour, maybe an hour and five minutes. And, you know... You just so, don't have time for you. Let's say I want to do 45 minutes of cardio... Now what? I know I got 15 minutes to do what? Is this something you've approached the Equinox staff about? No. So basically what I started doing is riding my bike there because there's then I can just work. So you're I saw, the bike parking is unlimited time. Unlimited time. I didn't even have to click a button or get the ticket or anything like that. That's nice. Well, I, just for all you entrepreneurs out there, let's figure out a way to charge for bike parking. I think that's I think that's something we're missing. Yeah, but with my bike, I'll just park it on the sidewalk for free. I'll just wrap it yeah, around, you know, lock it up to a fucking stop sign. So that's what I call a life hack. I I, I appreciate. So, so for example, because of pre workout coursing through my thick veins mm-hmm. Woo. i did four hours at the gym look 
<laughs> I want, uh, not all of that was obviously working. I out. want to get behind this, but it also feels like maybe you're not using your time that efficiently. But I was I was pretty much doing stuff the whole time. But all I did was like whenever because I've been living in the two hour box, I'm I'm always looking at the clock. I'm always on somebody else's. I'm on borrowed time. You were able to free your mind, and your body followed. Exactly. So I'll I'll be I'll look at the clock and be like, all right, I want to be in the sauna for twenty minutes. It's going to take me five minutes to shower and seven minutes to change, mm-hmm. and then four minutes to walk. You're to the parking constantly lot. doing mental math instead of gaining. Right. Right. And and yesterday it was Saturday, so I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to go sit in the sauna for twenty minutes, take a cold shower. Maybe get a new towel, you know, maybe do a little mouthwash, a little Q-tip. Mm, all the amenities. Go, go, and then grab a clean towel, go back in the sauna another 20 minutes, another mm. cold shower. Wow. Air I, dry, I dick appre- and balls hanging, I spread pre- those cheeks. <laughs> I appreciate how um, you're just using the facilities in a way that's probably bad for the environment. That goes back to my kind of... Oh, yeah. Eight towels minimum. I, I just don't... I, the whole locker room area, I just put tile, tile the whole floor. You 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 have a path to the shower that you build with towels. It's like it's like a never nude on Arrested Development, but never of, never tile. Instead of wearing slides, you just put towels down everywhere. <laughs> you put you cover the shower floor in towels. I feel yeah. Every day, I feel like Rihanna at the Met Gala. I got t- I got two of the fucking guys whose polo shirts say maintain on them <laughs> carrying my towel train. <laughs> I, I don't think I just don't think that more keels, Mr. Stewart. I just don't think that that I don't I guess I don't shower at it. I've never showered at the gym. Neither have I. And t- but when you sauna, I just don't. It's, it's not. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know why. And this is a Chris problem. But I separate. A, sh- a sauna steam room situation from exercise like i go to the infrared mm-hmm. and do my thing for an hour you're I one of those people who you, you can't let the peas touch the mashed potatoes and gravy exactly my i don't mix on my plate church and state yes said i i just i find that i'm more i'm at i'm at easton probably probably total an hour and a half you know what i mean mm-hmm. if, if i'm or maybe an hour catch them in easton. hour 15 but I don't know if I could even spend four hours at the gym. I, I don't know what I would do. I can only stretch for 20 minutes. I mean, that's how long a Joe Rogan episode is. Good Just point. <laughs> yeah, you live your life two Joe Rogan episodes at a time. <laughs> so I wake up, I have breakfast, go to the gym. That's one Joe Rogan. Then I come home, lunch, <laughs> dinner, two Joe Rogans. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah, I, I, I drive into the parking lot, get the two-hour ticket, listen to Joe Rogan. When the episode's done... Get in my car, drive out, do a U-turn, come back, get another two hour, and boom! Now it's time to hit the sauna for my Rogan. Rogan in the sauna. The phone stays outside on the floor. One AirPod in. I I'm would not say a that I would say that Rogan in the sauna does feel appropriate. Oh yeah, except I can't listen to Joe Rogan anymore now that I listen to the the Tim Heidecker Office Hours where they satirize Rogan. Is it funny? <sighs> Well, oh yeah, we'll we'll talk about it in a second. But I speak. I've, I've listened to Joe Rogan before, where he's like, "Oh, like you can't bring your phone into the sauna, but AirPods are fine." So I just listen to a podcast, put my phone outside the sauna, yeah. and as soon as he told said that, it changed my life. I was like, "Oh, this is so." So sick. once again, Joe Rogan's giving you he, he you can you can find a, a the reason you believe COVID is fake, Joe Rogan. 
<laughs> and now you know that you can wear AirPods in the sauna. So that's two pretty good things he's giving There's you. There's two truffles in a pile of shit. That's pretty good. But a truffle nonetheless. Were, you know, not, not everyone's willing to dig through that feces. I watched a documentary about truffle hunters actually on the plane. So that's kind of... We've seen it. Yeah, it's not good. Um, it's no booksellers. But featuring what's her name? That, that chick who was always reading? <laughs> Remember? McNally Jackson? <laughs> no. Who? The, the old New York broad who is always reading books and does lectures a lot. I'm going to let there's you... A, there's gonna, a, there's a documentary about I'm her gonna recently on Netflix. I'm going to let you just Netflix. keep going. You know, you know, it was her and Marty on stage waxing about the old You're days. close. You're mm-hmm. close. It yeah. starts with an F? Leibowitz. <laughs> I had to mind I just thought that. it was funny a month... Well, it was like a month ago when I, when I was trying to describe it. And I was like, the, the, the bitch that's always reading. The bitch is reading all the like, time. You're like, oh, friendly Leibowitz. <laughs> So okay, so I learned that you can listen to music in the sauna, blah blah blah. That's great. But after I listened to it was like a week ago, week and a half ago, Tim Heidecker, his podcast Office Hours, friend of the show, previous guest who was going to come on, but he had to reschedule. He's, he's coming back early January. He'll be back on early January for you Heidecker heads out there. Um, he did a video on his podcast where he did a twelve-hour live stream. <laughs> Of him, it was him and two other guys where he's playing Joe Rogan, a Joe Rogan like character. They never mentioned Joe Rogan, but you, if heads no, they never directly reference it, but it's very obvious. And the two guys that are with him, they're like other like sketch comedy, like kind of dudes. I don't, I've I'd never heard of them before, but they play the role pretty well. But they did a 12 hour live stream where it's basically just full deadpan improvised. <laughs> impressions so of them 12 hours 12 12 hours um <laughs> and the episode of the podcast i think is like three or four hours and you skip around and you feel like it's just the same 20 minutes repeating yeah. but then it changes and it's a little different it's like i mean, it's like it's pretty impressive performance art and when i listened to it at first i was like oh i wish i was in the room right now i i would do such a good job you know, keeping up with yeah. these guys doing Joe Rogan impressions and yeah, talking you, you about do, stuff. You do a great job keep, keeping up with famous professional comedians and podcasters. <laughs> I would. I, agree. I mean, I, I could offer a lot. The, and I was like, these guys are only sort of touching on the broader strokes. Yeah. And no because, one's really going into the kill with hyper-specific references that are really going to cut to the bone. Because you've been listening to so much Rogan that you can kind of That's right. show them some things that they ain't ever seen before. That's right. That's right. I'm going to blow your mind. Shorty, let me blow your mind. You're doing an I job. Let me show you when, yeah, big dick swinging comes through sure. and starts doing some real stuff. But then as the, as the episode progressed, I was like, oh, no, these guys are actually really good. And they have the ability to just never break. They, they, they stayed in character the whole time. So who are the, I don't, saying the most ridiculous shit. I actually don't listen to Joe Rogan. I've never really listened to it. So who are his, does he have like a producer guy and then like another guy that are like on, like, it's it's him and they yeah, one uh, one other guy who's like his producer guy who like Google's shit and like pulls up and he's he's a minor character but you like know his name and shit or does he like talk? He he yeah he's a, he's a decent decent of supporting actor in it. People know his name. He'll he'll talk. It's not like on Tim Dillon where he turns the other guy's microphone off. Yeah, which is yeah. so weird. You just hear him laughing. Well, no, that Tim's guy mic. that guy unfortunately plays a lot of golf. So I'm kind of out on him. I'm, I'm everyone who is a podcast assistant plays golf. I'm sure Rogan's assistant Bro, plays golf all the time and makes I, fucking 1.2 million a year. Joe Budden today and his like Bummer. one of the guys that works from like some young guy that works from is like yeah I'm leaving 
he's leaving Joe Budden to go to HBO podcasts. I'm like, what the fuck? HBO podcasts. Well, first of all, yes. Yeah. Second of all, like I didn't know the Joe <laughs> Budden to HBO pipeline existed. Pipeline existed. Yeah, that that that's feels. Just, that's like someone's bro works there, and I mean, to be fair, I, I mean that podcast is fucking big, and he worked <clears throat> there for a long time. I'm sure he knows shit. It's not even absolutely, a shot, but absolutely. it's just like that seems insane. It does seem a little. Uh, but I I like it. It's got spirit. Somebody at HBO is like, you know, let's let's zag instead of zig. But um, so so I was listening to it, and then it really made me like before. I would listen to Rogan, and I would only listen like when it was an interesting guest. Like, oh, I want to see what's going on. Yeah, when I Fal- never when Fauci was on. I know you listened to that one. Fauci, Kanye, things like that. But the Jewel episode, amazing. That Elon, was done. Kanye, Fauci. Do listen to the Jewel episode. Great one. But um, dreams I, last for so long not bad even after you're gone okay go ahead <laughs> we but after i've been listening, I've been listening I, I, to can't, I, I can't listen to joe rogan anymore it's sort of like i knew that it was stupid i knew all the shit that he said was really dumb and i know he was spreading misinformation a little bit but i didn't care because i would just listen to it and be sometimes it'd be funny sometimes it'd be entertaining to hear him interview you know very famous people about shit uh and now the the rose colored glasses have been smashed and i i am i I tried to listen to joe rogan a couple days ago and i was like this is unlistenable it's so fucking stupid and i i'm i I don't think i can do it anymore well that's how i feel about every podcast so i'm glad to know (laughs) i'm glad to know that you've joined our ranks i think that's every podcast or almost every show it's just like a little membrane kind of web is built around your brain with this product and as long as that membrane is intact you're able to enjoy this thing and as soon as somebody comes and pokes it pokes the pudding skin it's over i I can't watch pen 15 anymore after one little thing could happen you know i mean i i don't i can't even <laughs> talk about pen 15 you fucking nerd it's getting better, Chris. Come on. Season I'm, two is a lot of a lot of wild improvements. I'm sure it's true. I just think that it's like there's just so much out there. I would just rather watch Selling Sunset <laughs> than any of this stuff that people care about. It's like the Beatles. So friend of the show, Are David Cho. You're being a rebel by No, I'm not being a rebel. I'm being more popular. I'm stuff. being economic with my time. Like friend of the show, David Cho is like, you need to watch the Beatles doc. I obviously love the Beatles. A lot of people have been talking about I, I'm it. sure it's amazing. I've seen all the screenshots. I've seen the style stuff. It looks great. Eight hours is just—it's not going to happen. I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. I agree. But thank you, David Cho, for sending me your Disney Plus invite because I will be watching Beauty and the Beast tonight, fellas. So is you. it gay to have a Disney Plus subscription? It's definitely gay to have Disney Plus. Because you know why you have Disney Plus? Because it's got all the Marvel movies. <sighs> yeah, bro. I'm a grown. If you ass, got kids, grown got, ass man. The only people you, that should have Disney Plus, you got to have kids. If you ain't got kids, you got Disney Plus. You need to talk to somebody. You got dry dick. Yeah, that that dick Sahara. Also. Ladies, is it gay to have a Disney Plus subscription unless you got kids? I don't even like ladies doing it. I don't. I mean, I know chicks love Finding Nemo. They them community. <laughs> don't be. Don't subscribe to Disney Plus unless yeah, you, you have go kids. home. You go home with somebody. You see they have Disney Plus. Don't fuck them. <laughs> that's the new. That's the new bookshelf. That's the Warhol. New book, that's the new book quote. Yeah, that's the new John Waters book. Or John quote. Waters. That's right. You go home and you turn. They got their. They got their streaming up and they got Disney Plus. Put your pants back on. Yeah, you, you'd see a Woody Allen movie back in the day. You know, he'd bring a nice little seventeen-year-old back to the crib, and she's thumbing through the bookshelves like, oh, oh, it's the first edition. Oh, you've never read, you know, whatever. And now, instantly, makes a beeline for the 
media room, <laughs> smashes the home button on the Samsung smart TV, and then, aha. Uh-huh. You're like, this guy, yo, so I went home with this guy, right? He's cool. He's wearing common <laughs> projects. He has some jeans on. I get back to the crib. He's got the Samsung TV that looks like art. You know what I mean? It's got the <laughs> it's got the Van Gogh background. I'm like, all right, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's it's happening tonight. He turns it on. I see Netflix. I see YouTube TV. <laughs> I see Hulu. I'm like, all right, yeah, we can. We're so fucking. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker kept scrolling. Yeah, yeah. He he scrolled himself out of some toppy. Because <laughs> then Disney Plus the came. The girl, up. the girl looks over with one tear coming down the face. Like, what's your kid's name? And he's like, I don't know. What's your kid's name? I don't have any kids. Boom! Grabs the bear mace. <laughs> I got to get out of here. But Disney Plus. The fact that the Beatles thing is on Disney Plus also seems like some sort of psyop. Like I, I don't I feel like that's I feel like that's Disney Plus trying to get old people to sign up for Disney. One thousand percent. And boy is it working because I didn't the the first people I heard about this, like I heard about this documentary a week before anyone was talking about it from my mom and my aunt. Yeah, that's yeah. They're just like, Yeah, this shit is fucking slapping. But I'm, just, I, I'm just gonna listen to let it be remastered. It's really good, and I'm good. I, I don't But you're I, right, eight hours is so long. Eight hours is it, everything is so fucking long. It's fu- it's insane to me. I feel like I'm watching a Civil War documentary it, on no, PBS. That's, that's the vibe. It's like I'm I don't come in I, four VHSs. I don't need this. Yeah, I don't need this. I, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's great. I'm all set. But then I was thinking eight hours of how we made Olivia Rodrigo sour. Depending on what she's wearing, I'm in on that. BTS. Yeah. Not the, not the Korean not group. The, not the Korean superstars. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about behind the scenes. I'm talking about... I mean, I saw that Phoebe and Olivia were on Instagram Live yesterday. Phoebe Bridgers yeah. and Olivia Rodrigo did an IG Live, which is sort of like kind of stealing our vibes. The I fact think, that I, I wasn't consulted on that as like a... I don't know, maybe a host. As a consultant? Yeah, as like a host or maybe just like a... Someone to steer the ship. Intermediary, maybe, between them. Because, you know, I'm sure they're friends, but you know how celebrities are. Yeah, it was... Do you know what the purpose of this was? It was just two... It was ACL Live. It was some sort of... It was some sort of promotional tool, I'm sure. ACL Live. Yeah. Well, I think... Well, you know, the ACL fucked Phoebe. They like... I think that was ACL that turned her off. Like, they told her that she could go over time because it started late because of weather. And then they just like pulled the plug oh, on the last song and and, what? The, and the sound person was like yeah you went over <laughs> and she's like bitch i know we talked about this like <laughs> you knew we all knew this was gonna happen it was a big it was like a big thing all right fuck acl live not the venue that we played not, at in Austin. not 310 acl live beautiful venue those guys rocked um what else we got chris well i want to hear about the gucci party no tom ford party i'm sorry tom ford i only think about tom ford's greatest era which was at gucci <laughs> of course you and remember the g pubic hair ad jason that that carolyn wore all tom ford gucci when we went when we went there <laughs> oh what did you wear timberland <laughs> <laughs> tom timberland <laughs> Tom, yeah, so um, we went over, got some, uh, what did we do? We got some Shintaro beforehand. Beautiful. Nice little, the best tofu salad in Los Angeles. Go, if you're a vegetarian or if you just like tofu, go to Shintaro in Hollywood, get the tofu salad. Exquisitely plated, better than any dumbass kismet restaurant or something like that. No, I mean, honestly, that place Better is, than Squirrel. No, was, that, and I went to Squirrel Shintaro yesterday. is a weekly stop. Shintaro is amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. Every restaurant in LA is bad except for Shintaro. And also and the the waitress, the server there, triple OG. Triple OG been going there for 
fucking 15 years. She went to the club one time That's when I was DJing. Story. This is just to give you guys some clarity. It's a 60-year-old tiny Asian woman <laughs> who's like the nicest person, like so nice, remembers her order. She's a pro. Yeah, like won't, wouldn't let us leave the restaurant. She was on the phone and we walked out and said bye and she put the purse on hold to come around and give us both a hug goodbye. That's what I'm looking for. That's the Asian girlfriend <sighs> difference. I don't get a hug, but... Asian girlfriend experience. Well, Shout she's probably you, like, yeah. which one is this? And you're like, no, no, this is the same one. <laughs> and she came to the club way back in the day in the bodycon freakum dress. I was like, damn, she's about to bust she, it wide open. The the fact that the waitress of Chintaro showed up in the Hervé Legere mm-hmm. and Stevie Oki's like, oh, yeah, what, you, what do you want to hear? Justice? I got you. No problem. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I thought I thought Flostradamus was playing tonight. <laughs> Did I get the... Was that... That was... Okay, so... <laughs> We we went to Shintaro. We went to Tom Ford party, which was at the Saddle Ranch, famous TikTok um, cowboy bar. See, I don't like when you do that because to me, it's a famous real world road rules challenge contestant. That's bar. the problem, but that's how you, that, that's what ages you. It's that's been true. there for since like ninety nine or something like that. Whatever, thirty years. It was originally a road rules, real world challenge hangout, right? Yeah, and now it's moved on to. I'm sure there's also some C list, like Jamie Kennedy type celebrities, you know, that used to bang there in 2004. Yeah, it, it was. It was definitely like road rules crowd, and then the Jamie Kennedys moved in, and then it became an urban hotspot. Yeah, a few years ago, and then TikTok kind of came in. Like, what are what are like the different versions of that? That's like reverse gentrification i don't even know i don't so the appeal of this place is obviously it's sunset strip location yeah and it has a mechanical bull has a mechanical bull and it's western themed so it's so it's just like a corny theme bar but it's in hollywood so people are like better looking i've i've been before but only because i was doing coke and staying at the standard and Mm -hmm. you know it was like yeah all the people that work there are out of work actors is there is there are there great drink specials I don't know. I've I've that was the first time I've hung out there. I mean, it was, I, I'm I sure really a tasteful open bar, and you were sipping 1942 neat. Tasteful open bar. You were, when you walked in, you were greeted by just hot. There's just every there's like 20 hot guys, skin tight, white t shirt, tucked into some Wranglers, cowboy hat on, some boots, and it was just tray past tequila. Just like here's these little plastic Did cowboy you taste cups. The brand like were you? I'm sure they had a, a tequila sponsor for it. I did not check. They had another one that was called like Texas Water or something like that, which think- which was like tequila and soda with lime kind of thing, like for the for the skinny girls, you know. Mm-hmm. But who was uh, DJing? Sujmuj. Oh, okay. You know, she was playing. She did a pretty good job playing like some gay stuff. It was kind of a big gay vibe there. Obviously, you know, no Tom Ford party that's at crazy. Saddle Ranch. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Cowboys aren't gay, bro. Wrap your head around that. Cowboys are men. So there was so there's a an actor that's the the lead heartthrob on Never Have I Ever, a Netflix show mm-hmm. about an, an Indian person. Oh yeah, that did Indian that, that like won a bunch of awards and shit. Unfortunately, failing Mindy Kaling is probably a producer. <laughs> How does that, that loser have her hand in everything? She sold sold her soul to the she devil a long time ago. You can see in her eyes. Yeah, her she has the same eyes of like. Michael Jackson's dad. I'm not going to give her pure evil. I'm not going to give her any respect until she admits BJ Novak's the father of her child. <sighs> Damn. I guess I shouldn't speak ill of Mindy if we ever want to get BJ on. He's like, bro, that's my BM. You can't really be talking on that. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, I was going to do your little show, but then I heard you talking shit about my I'm Mindy BM. Kaling, BJ's BM. 
<laughs> BJ. Her bio is BJ's BM. BJ's BM. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, there's that show on Netflix and the main heartthrob guy. He's sort of like, a like a, a sort of, he's like a Zac Efron, a poor man, Zac Efron, something yeah. like that. If Zac Efron had 2.3 million followers instead of 32 million followers, or whatever, you know, five foot four twink, cutie who plays a straight guy in high school who's 30 years old in real life where's this going he was the star of the show he was who everyone was after lil nas x was parading around sydney sweeney you know there's there was a decent amount of like real celebs there but this guy who nobody even knew his name but they just know him from this tv show that show that popular i don't i didn't think i didn't know it was that popular me neither but like carolyn was there like so he was walking around, and I was like, oh, there, there go Lil Nas X, there go Sydney Sweeney, whatever. And she's Did like, Lil Nas X have his shirt on? He had a whole ensemble. It was like, like black leather and gold kind of thing. He had like two other power gays with him, two security behind him, and, and he just kind of walked around. Didn't do shit. Never got on the mechanical bull. But then when this this guy from the Netflix show got on the mechanical bull, he took – I mean, it was, it was just like out of like an 80s – commercial for fucking calvin klein it was just so egregiously ridiculous like he was he was like hanging out he's wearing like jeans and converse and like a leather jacket or something like that he's just you know fighting off different gays like a mosquito and then everyone's trying to get a piece of him you know little Nas's security is probably trying to fuck him or whatever (laughs) and then he goes over to the bull and takes his jacket off so he just has a a partner respecter on and some I knew tight he was Levi's. Have the partner respecter on underneath. And he gets on the bull and it's almost like the whole party stops. Like the music stops playing, the bartenders stop serving, the glasses stop clinking. Everybody wants to see this guy ride. And everybody stopped to watch this guy ride. Carolyn how, how long did elbowing he people like a fucking running back through the crowd <laughs> so she can get a video oh, of Herschel it. Walker ass. How long did yeah. he last? <laughs> how long did i last no not, i know not. you i know you're kind of a quick guy when it comes to bulls but mm-hmm. i'm saying how long did this guy last on the bull because he did a good he, he did, did he? a long good long ride and did i think the operator of the bull exactly. knew to milk it like that's what i was gonna say because i think if the operator like a, doesn't fuck with you you're off in 30 seconds if the operator fucks with you you're on you can be up there for a you minute know, and I, half. this is what i if if whoever tom ford hired to produce this party you know one of these high ponytailed girls with the earpiece who was working there, it was like, okay, he's getting on the bull. Her clipboard ass makes a beeline to the operator, yeah. and she hands him a twenty and is like, "Make this last as long as it." This has is to. the this is the pinnacle of the night. We need this guy up here for a minute and a half, and we need him holding on tight so the bicep is flexed. Hand him the twenty. Guess who's not getting bucked? And he's like, "This guy," and she's like, "That's right." Right down the front shirt pocket. Did you do? So the he bull- he moves it and. It goes from zero to ten on the buck on the buckometer. My, my bro's on point five for a minute and a half, <laughs> bro. So wait, it was going you, like this. Yeah, it was like a slow wave. <clears throat> yeah, it was like a, it was like a beauty queen in the back of a car. Exactly. What, it, did you, it was did you like, do it? Fuck no, pussy. I would have done it. No, no, no. I mean, the way I've been going hard at the gym, my fucking my hip flexors can't handle that. Right no, now. it's more about flexing those inner thighs. To keep yourself, it's. I learned this when I l- learned to ride a motorcycle. It's oh, the same kind. Go of on. This is where your kegels come into play. Yeah, I'm always kegling. Your squeeze power. A B K always be kegling. <laughs> but but as soon as um yeah, and I got to build with a bunch of people. 
see some old faces. It was actually it was kind of the perfect party because it was over very quickly. It was supposed to probably go all night, but then as soon as Lil Nas X left, the whole like the valet just filled up and everyone was gone. Really? Yeah. Everyone was just there. Looking. And there was no performance. It was just Suge Moods on the ones and twos, and that's it. That's it. That's it. But the gift bags were very good. Yeah, so I think everyone wanted to grab a T-shirt and you know some cologne. Some that's what I was trying to do at yeah. the parade party when I they were like gift bag. I'm like, yeah, what's in it? They're like a hoodie, logo hoodie, and some other shit. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, XL. <laughs> They're like double XL only. Oh, like, double XL. What do I look like to you? Well, parade. You know, it's parade. <laughs> They're inclusive. That's they're, yeah. They're so inclusive. They forgot an XL for me, and then I'm like, I'm gonna text Cammy back. I need the Savorsky joint in an XL. I want the sparkles. The, the Savorovsky. Yeah, I need the sparkly joint, dude. I mean, I'll be down. For that, that party was also. I think I was invited to the parade party, the store opening in Soho because it was a diversity play. They needed to have a straight white there. Like we need one straight white guy who's not an investor or a lawyer <laughs> at this party. Chris Black is available. Uh, he, he, so you, they needed uh, a they needed a non Jewish straight person there. Exactly, yeah. So I mean, Bryn, friend of the show, shout Bryn, out to all my VC investor bros. Bryn Trill and I went, and I gotta say, the store is fucking insane. It looks nice. It's on Broadway, like it's on it's on Broadway between it's in like the old two shots house and in spring. No, no, no. It's it's big boy shit. It's, it's big like boy shit. very impressive. Like it was probably an Aldo. You know what I mean? It's like Ooh. giant. They did. She did a really good job, and they also made which is something we need to look into is they made one of those claw machines. Yeah. 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 We, we need, need to get to a how long for what? claw machine for our album. Okay. For our mm. album release. We'll do a Chris and Jason stuffed dolls mm-hmm. and CDs. Plushies. I, yeah. We'll get, I'm sure Jake Jaguar can pay to put, I don't know, 10 of those in different independent stores all over the country. We'll start at 10, 10, 10, the big markets. We'll start low. We'll start low at 10, but yeah, I, I, um, I, I was there for you know a half hour. So Parade spent some money on this. Parade spent some fucking money on it. It was, it was really well done. I was like super impressed. A lot of triple XL bras is moving. moving. They're moving hella bras, okay. bro. They said that's a Victoria's Secret. Hold my mezcal. <laughs> hold my Yola. Hold my hold my Yola and Gia. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was fun. I mean, I I saw some heads too, but it was also Who's DJing. What's the music? What's the live? Story? I think Mazurbate was DJing actually. Oh, my king. Yeah, the music was good. I, I didn't. I didn't. I like the music he plays. I do too. It was it was a good party. I mean, I it was nice though. You know what it was? It was nice to for me to walk home through Soho all the way to East Village alone on a quiet night. You know, with your overcoat that's too warm. My overcoat too flapping beh- flapping behind me. Mm-hmm. It was. It was a. It felt like I was in a in a rom com. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I feel like you're like serving Richard Gear when I you're was. doing this. I was gigolo ass. Gigolo, an Alfa Romero splashes you with the puddle, oh. Oh. and your cigarette extension <laughs> falls from your hand. <laughs> cigarette extension. Damn, we have been going to hella parties. I don't, that's it, though. That's the Wall all. Street Journal under your under your armpit falls out in shock. You know I have the paper tucked under my arm, even if it's after 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. The news is already old, but it doesn't matter to me. Well, China's bump, bumping right now. The market's over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have any other parties to go to. That's it. So I'm, I'm glad, because I know your shit. We're just getting started with with party season. I'm going to have a holiday party here. You're invited. I think it'll be, after, I think it'll be the week between... Are we not Christmas doing? And New I mean, Year's. I think we need to do a VIP how long gone dinner. In what city? I think we have to do it here. Horses? Yeah, we could do horses. We could also do maybe something old school. Rent out the back room and horses. We could do something old school. 
How old school are we talking? Like a Musso and Franks, Dan Tanners. So like a holiday dinner for for our our supporting cast and characters mm-hmm. or the How Long Gone universe. Our extended How Long Gone universe. All the people that make this crazy Which is basically us. It, let's be honest. It's kind of just us. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm not inviting anyone from Anchor. They're they're on the East Coast. Anchor should be inviting us. Uh, yeah, I don't know who we'd invite, but I feel like we need to do it. But I I know that we're you guys invite all the team from Timberland, the guys over at BetterHelp, the Nestle Corporation is going to stop by. <laughs> the cor- the Nestle Corp, all the guys from Nestle Corp are going to stop. <laughs> by. I love those guys, man. I love those guys. They've been killing it. Lately. Those guys roll through with their fucking Targus laptop holders <laughs> <laughs> and their. They're <laughs> all the guys that you sit next to on the airplane in first class. These guys literally look pull like, the targets out. They, pull, they look like wine. They look like wine reps with all their <laughs> fucking luggage. Oh, <laughs> uh, you always can tell those guys because they got like they got a nice ish looking. They got the bonobos guy kind of fit, but then the the shoes are always a little too worn. Yeah, shoes. The soul. The soul. Needs to be hung they up. They had to put some cardboard between their foot and the sole because they got a hole. It's in looking there. a bit rough and ready. I mean, I I love. I'm not going to miss those guys when I go to private. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to private, when I make it to private, when I arrive at the Blade headquarters, and they said, "Yeah, but even when you switch to private, you're still going to have to do every once in a while. You're going to have to be a commercial girl. No, much like Kanye, I'll just sit and coach and build with my fans." You know, just to feel something. Did, does, did he sit and coach? I didn't know that. He did that on a couple of flights. I think he flew to New York and coach, which is like, what are you trying to prove? Mm, maybe that was, he just really needed to get there and that was the only thing available. There's no way that's a world. But he, he did it. In. I mean, but also if I was Kanye West, if I was that rich and famous and ridiculous, I just walk around wearing masks and Balenciaga croc boots all day. I'm doing fucked up shit like that all the time. I mean, I think he has to fuck up like shit to feel anything. I'm going to sit next to some fucking cleaning lady who's going back home to see her family. Yeah. And I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to make her cry. She's going to make me cry. I'm going to write her a check for $38,000 for <laughs> her fucking Tita's operation. All that shit's going down. Yeah. I'll be like, what? the cart comes by. Give her two orange juices. Did you see Kanye though? He's now nomi- He's nominated for all these like gospel Christian categories. I'm like, this motherfucker is really the king of scammers. That's a smart move. It really is because no, he knows he ain't gonna get it for her for Donda. No, Donda sucks. Even though all Donda's my young guys, not- I think Donda. It's weird. Donda has become the kid A versus it is the OK computer. I mean, I haven't listened to it except one time because I was like, this isn't good. I'm it's not- a grower, not a shower. I know you love that. I know you love because sometimes if you get a nice bottle of pet nat mm. after a few years in TT's cellar, it'll it'll. Where's the cellar on the property? I've never seen it before. Oh, the one on this property. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you after the. I'll show you after you record. I didn't know if it was out back. The door can be a little, a little tricky. I've noticed the, the garage, and I've seen the kind of jail gym, and then the old uh-huh. grill. But I didn't know where the. I didn't know where the cellar. It's sort of around in that area. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the general that's vicinity kinda, of yeah, the cellar. So you get it. You yeah, get but it. I guess the cellar is underground, so I have to walk down some stairs. So I couldn't even see the opening. It's temperature control down there. It's, it doesn't get too cold. Do you keep anything else down there, or is it just why? I mean, do you keep is weed temperature controlled for you, or you just smoke whatever? I, it doesn't stick around long enough to really be altered by. You be chiefing. Yeah, man, I have been smoking a lot more weed lately. Have you? Only in the, only at nighttime though. Actually, I would, not. I haven't. I haven't been smoking more of it, but I've been 
I've been craving it more. I've I've become more yeah, that, addicted to you're it. You're a drug addict. Congrats. Welcome to the family. Mm, I don't want to do stuff without it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like my daily chores and stuff. The, you know what's cool is that drugs make them like more exciting and fun. Yeah. But you, know, you have to really, as I said earlier, I, I, how I never stopped learning. Uh, you have to really learn what the right times and wrong times to do it. And you stick with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but you, the, the thing is, you can't do it without the other thing happening. Like, you have to smoke weed and then do the thing and then be done with it and then to do the other work around that. Like, you, you got you to gotta spray the window with Windex, but you have to wipe it off. You can't oh, just I leave see. it up there. I see. So, you're saying. So, if you see a guy who's like a smoked out stoner guy, who like smoked himself retarded kind of bro. He put the Windex on, but he never wiped it off. I see. So it's just, it's just the dirt is dripping down into the window. It's an frame. unclear film. What oh. you think is going to be doing something good actually ends up doing something bad. Chris. That's disgusting. I'm I'm disgusted by you and your drug use, but I guess this is the world that I live in. Yeah, man. I'm tethered to you. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm not high right now. Are you not? No. You didn't have a little gummy for breakfast? I have been taking a gummy at the gym. I've seen you spreading gummies on your bagel before. This is this wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> you like the, the, can I get the bagel extra hot? Extra Yo, hot? If if any weed gummy company is listening to us right now, bless me, bro. What about what about weed cream cheese? Does that exist? I know that Yeasty Boys, they're doing an everything bagel Kiva chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Kiva is like a maybe that's maybe that's insider info. No, that's like a big weed chocolate. It drops right? on four twenty. But you're telling me that they're they're melting it into a bagel? No, no, no. They so they're doing like the regular chocolate bar, but instead like something like there's like a Himalayan sea salt one, and they're here's doing like, everything. Salt. They're doing everything bagel seasoning on the ch- weed chocolate bar. Uh, you, you know, know what? It'll be a fire and ice, savory and sweet. We situation. don't need that. We don't need that. I mean, we don't need yeasty boys, but we also we also <laughs> I mean. Can you imagine? Look, I, I don't, I don't have a great business name. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, Done to Death Projects isn't great, but I'll tell you what it's better than Yeasty Boys. I mean, and they're what, making money. Whatever you want to say about Yeasty Boys, and I guess in terms of branding, I've it, never it had. It does the work. I'm, oh, it definitely works. I've never had. Like the it product. hits. It's unforgettable. The logo. But I don't there. like saying something that makes me feel gross when it's attached to a food brand. I know. The, I know that. That's feeling. the issue. But maybe that's why. What it are works. some other examples? I don't know. Like, when, like I don't want to say this restaurant's name out loud. Like, I guess the worst ones are we've talked about it a zillion times before. Like the hot chicken places, yeah, or like a lot of boba e kind of frozen yogurt places often have really bad names and puns. That's a, the boba is a habitual offender. I saw there was a boba. Yeah. The biggest line at the Century City Mall yesterday was for fucking boba. Boba's hot right now, brother. They have a dentai there too. Oh, I know. That's big on the boba, though. I feel like I took a screen grab because I saw on Yelp there was like two restaurants. You were always on Yelp. That were right now. Okay. I was looking because, you know, I I use Yelp as a resource sometimes. There's a lot of places like this all over the country where restaurants, it's like a trend where the name of the restaurant is starting to be like a sentence and not just a word. It's like sort of like like Joe and the Juice, you know? Your fa- another one of your favorites. So like you that's a that's a name where you're just like, I just don't want to say that I don't want to say that out loud. So there's a there's a place, Mid Wheelshire, called Met it's a it's a breakfast brunch cafe called Met Her at a Bar. Oh, I've yeah, that is fucked up. <laughs> I've I've heard I've heard of that before. 
that is like that's <laughs> there's one worse one though it sounds like a like a like something you would put in your in your like profile like it sounds like a like it sounds, it like, sounds like a maroon five song title you'd put in yes, your dating exactly, bio exactly. profile what what is the other one and also if it was b-a-r-r-e that'd be something but the worst one of all breakfast brunch salad sandwich in west hollywood the butcher the baker the cappuccino maker <laughs> no that's fire because that rhymes that takes it to a different level so Seven words in the name of your of your restaurant. What are the what? But what are the rating? I mean, is it is it a five, four stars? Two thousand one hundred reviews. So it bangs. Met her at a bar. Four and a half stars. Two thousand reviews. So these places have good eggs. No, I, I don't think that means that none of that means that the you food think the itself is, really is good. bad. So that the, the, they don't yeah, know. Yeah. So all these fucking terrible ass people from sherman oaks go there <laughs> and they get a latte that has like rainbow like blue colors in it don't they talk take about a picture of it like that they do it tiktok about how this latte looks we're different talking, alex and I were five about, stars we were talking about this yesterday actually because i brunch stuff because i was looking i you know when you drive by the famous blue jam cafe on melrose there's just always <laughs> there's always known like drug dealer spot three bentley's outside guys smoking weed but there's like a line to get in you know, there's like a, literally a line to get in. And I'm thinking, because I've been there before, like years ago, like Cartel's agent at William Morris, we would go there in 2007. For yeah, whatever. yeah. It has become a gang stronghold. Yeah, but I'm just like, I'm like, it, all those places, all those kind of places that people line up to eat brunch, it's like, who is that good? I'm going to get some eggs. <laughs> those are going to be good kind of across the board. Obviously, there's there's variables, but the reality is it's going to be fine. So do you have to be eating like the gnarliest like French toast like waffle mm-hmm. pancake thing to wait in that line is that what the payoff is i think so yeah but the, i always wondered about this because there's a place also in west hollywood called the griddle which yeah, is known for their pancakes and stuff and it was like you go here for the big hangover breakfast pile of pancakes and eggs and bacon and cheesy potato all that shit but there would be an hour hour and a half wait every time and i'd always be like the last thing I ever want to do when I'm hungover is stand on Sunset Boulevard, just waiting, just, just drinking n- water that I bought at CVS w- and waiting to get a table. No, like I'm just going to go to like a go buy a burrito at a taco truck. And it, it makes no sense. Go to it, sleep. Well, also the taking down that many calories at 9 a.m. is fucking twisted. Better to do it in the morning than at night, I know, though. but that that's just not where my head is. I know. Like, at that sta- like at that stage of the day, like, being like, all right, yeah, I need a, a, a high stack of cakes with mm-hmm. six slices of bacon well done and orange juice and some <laughs> hash browns is fucking crazy. It is crazy, but I think that's the whole point of having brunch on a Sunday. It's sort of like, here's your day of rest where you're going to do nothing, and this naughty thing that we've been programmed not to do which is eat a 7,000 calorie meal <laughs> in public oh. while wearing sort of an outfit that you had to put together ish, yeah. depending on where yeah. you're going to. Well, you only know? the places you go to require, do <clears throat> you have a dress code? San Vicente bungalows, yeah. butcher, the baker, the cappuccino maker. San Vicente bungalows is like, Oh no, our breakfast is actually our whole breakfast menu is carb free. We just, yeah, they just have a soft boiled egg in a, <laughs> yeah. in a porcelain oh, container. Toast? No, 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 we don't have that. No, those, those eggs don't come with salt. We have a, ca- a caviar toast, but not, <laughs> yeah, yes. I don't, what is, what is, they do regular toast. Too? I just think, I just think that brunch culture, we forget about the food. Like we, it's I think become, it's, I think it's subconsciously 
all about the food. Obviously, it's oh, a social it thing, but it's sort of like we're all like the same way that movie theaters, they're a room where like the only reason why we want to go there is because we get to feel this feeling of guzzling Coke, candy, popcorn, you know, eating 10,000 calories, just snacking like a bastard because it's pitch black and you feel like this weird naughtiness being in a room full of 300 people and you're just shoveling food into your face. It's truly It doesn't disgusting. matter about the movie, but people get like a, a little kinky excitement no, out of, of doing something like that. And I think brunch is the same thing where we're all agreeing to be in this terrible space, this terrible patio in West Hollywood. We all have a tacit agreement that we're just going to sit here, drink like eight bottles of champagne and eat French toast, creme brulee, pyramids with bacon, cheeseburger, Bloody Marys. It's it's disgusting. It, I, I but honestly, pe- it is, of course it's disgusting. There's a lot of disgusting stuff that people get off on. I've but heard everyone that. is like, I've it's like that. you're sworn to secrecy. You know? Are you trying to bring up Bourdain again? We've kind of done you know, that. We got water sports. We got all <laughs> kinds of sh- You want to get into it, brother? I mean, what's worse, brunch or water sports? Tough question. Mm. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Oh, it's brunch. Brunch is worse. I mean, depending on what hat you wear to brunch, it takes things to a different <laughs> level. But I just, I, I just. Was, but then, but you get to do that, and then you know but that's you, again. This goes you get back. home at one p.m. and you just sleep you for watch, the rest of the day. I'm a, I'm a big stinky piece of shit. I'm it's so disgusting. That is that's not up. that's not a world I want to live in. Every day is the same, and until we recognize that, people complaining about oh the weekends I just end up doing work I couldn't finish. It's mm. like yeah, bitch. That's what happened. That's what life is. Mm. Life is always working, and you're never going to finish. Some, pe- some people they get they climb to the very top of the ladder, and right when they're about to hit it, they go, "I'm here," and then they jump off, pull off. They pull off too soon. Exactly. They were so close. Exactly. And I just now they're back in square one. It's just it's just like if you if your life is so bad that you have to look forward to brunch, <laughs> then you need to do some soul searching. Brunch vibes only. Brunch is only good if it's after church and you're kind of with your brothers. With your brothers? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like your literal family or like your congregation? I consider my Christian family to be my chosen family. That's actually really sweet mm-hmm. because we don't always get the family that we want. No. And I love Friendsgiving because it's like it's my chosen. We family. get to find them. It's my chosen. Fa- so for brunch, me and my chosen family are hitting Blue Jam. <laughs> Blue Jam has legitimately become a. Like yeah. A Blue gang Jam stronghold. is like, oh, oops, I left my Glock on the table. Let me <laughs> run back inside. Oops, real quick. all Glock. That's the cereal <laughs> they serve at fucking Blue Jam. And I'll, uh, like right down the street at Hot Wing Cafe, a known Decatur Dan stronghold. I've eaten many a wing there. There's there uh, there's a video of a couple, you know, just like a TikTok ass couple, you know, guy who looks like he's in the NBA wearing head to toe, mad happy sweats or whatever, you know, chick who has a bunch of work done. They're just sitting there enjoying their wings on a on an afternoon, and a guy with a mask on walks in, has a mask on and like a hood, like some type of bait hoodie or something like that. Walks does one lap around the dining room, sees this table like oh they're like. They got their little like Gucci bag and they got a watch on or whatever. Got a little baby mama bust down or something. Walks up to the table, pulls the ex- yeah. pulls the extendo out of his hoodie pocket and doesn't point it at him, doesn't say anything. He shows it to him. Just just displays that my my Glock has a stendo on it. <laughs> and they don't say a word and they both just boom, just like Here's your watch. Here's your I phone. Some, here's my wallet. Here's my keys. Here's saw, my bracelet. I saw some other shit like that. Five they, seconds are gone. These guys were sitting. This couple was sitting outside, 
these two and guys like two guys walked up and faced either of them mm. like do you understand what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. and they same kind of thing just like showed the stick yeah. They just calmly took off all their shit and yeah. gave it to him, and that's the world we live in now. It's happening now. Yeah. So that's why I don't eat wings. <laughs> that's why, I mean, it's it's starting to become a real thing, and I don't know how much of a psyop it is and how much of a real thing it is, but there's there's a lot of, it, there, uh, there's a lot of rich people who are scared now. Mm-hmm. Who like a, there's a woman, like a wife of a, an executive, like a... Yeah, she's got home invaded murdered. Yeah, like an 80-year-old looking woman... There was also some shit Boom. in Beverly Hills, like a woman was walking her child, like in a stroller, and the guy just walked up. I mean, that's the perfect time to. That rob was in somebody. Hancock Park. That's where Uncle Polly lived. That's where Sweet Green lived. You Uncle Polly, Uncle Polly would have shot that motherfucker. He ain't <laughs> let nobody take his role. Uncle Polly would have the lead pipe in his nah, sweatpants. bro. That nah, yeah, that that salami paid for this Rolex, and you ain't taking it. Uncle Polly it from would me. take his book bag. <laughs> you say run your shit. <laughs> What'd you say, bitch? Hold on. <laughs> oh, you thought I was just the sandwich guy? No, I'll kill a motherfucker. All right, we got to stop. I know he's listening to this right now, and his car is liable to wrap the liable to wrap the M5 around a telephone pole. He's, he's loving this too much. He's like, yeah, that's right. You tell him. You tell him. Yeah, I'll kill a motherfucker. But it, And it's all it's on the news all the time. You go on drudgereport.com. It's just like LA, yeah. home invasion, no, crime said, waves, like when you smash go to get, and grab. When you go to get a watch like adjusted the guy was basically like told alex like don't wear this like just don't wear this she's like yeah i mean okay yeah so why do i have it then no but i mean it's it really is it's home invasion season and and it's it's a flash mob season you know when 80 people get together they run to the nordstrom rack they take all the diesels bro they're going they'll they'll go 50 deep and do the louis store they'll go do bloomingdale's there ain't nothing you can do if you go if you come but i want to know if you're coming 50 strong into the nordstrom how are we splitting up the loot i think it's everyone every man for himself you get what you get i would i think that but also to get that many people organized there's organization going on there definitely is but i mean how do you plan that because you're on the honor system, like, hey, fellow gang members. No, I think there's a, a head gang member mm-hmm. who's like, all right, we're putting all this shit in a pile. We're going to split our tips. We're going to split our tips. We're <laughs> pooling tips. I would love if you guys could give $5 to get some beer for the kitchen. You know, that, that's kind of that's the vibe when you get back to the stash house. Yeah, but okay. So let's say I'm, I'm, number, I'm gang member 38 out of the 50. Mm-hmm. And everyone's so you're like, mid-ranking. You're not... I'm mid-ranking. You're a foot soldier. It's, I'm not a day one, but I'm still a little green. Okay. I walk in, and and everyone's like, all right, I'm, I'm getting these shoes. I'm getting these jewelries, whatever it is. they're not doing this because they're not doing this to keep the stuff. They're doing this to sell the stuff. Okay. Here's my out. guess. So I, I see everyone's doing that, going for their high-dollar items, handbags, whatever. I hit the cash register, and I just grab the whole cash register. Even though we're in a cashless system, you know, there still could be some money in there. So let's say I go home. I got the cash register. I run out of the grove. I go into like the park over there by Erewhon. I grab a rock from a pool. This is not garden. how it works, Jason. They're I more- smash the register open because as you grab the shit and the 50 people have to all run in different directions. And then you go link up at the at the trap afterwards. I, I think there's you don't all run out. I single know that. File. I know that. But I think there's transportation available. I don't think anybody, <laughs> like I think there's a couple of of course, of there's course, a couple sprinters. They get in the sprinters, but I do think they scatter like roaches, but I think they get into sprinters. It's organized and all of the all of the kind of divvying up of assets is done back at the warehouse. OK, I've seen a few. I've seen some movies. OK, well, but I'm just saying if I if I get the cash register 
I smash it open. I grab all the money out of it. Let's say I got 1200 bucks in here. What if 300 of that 1200 goes into my sock and I go, bro, I got 900 cash. That's how you like, get killed. Good job, Jason. That's how you get killed. How they, will they know? Bro, they know. <laughs> you you they can't know? you can't cheat a cheater, fam. Like if you mm-hmm. if you're literally in a gang of people who rob for a living, if you are found out to be a robber of the robbers, they're going to just kill you. I mean, okay. I you think s- it's worth three hundred dollars to get killed? I steal, you probably would. Old I, st- I steal ten engagement rings, and I go back and like, bro, I got nine rings. They're gonna be like, great job. They're not gonna be like, Jason. You where's think, the other one? You think that, but eventually it'll come out. They'll check your eBay account. They see us up there. <laughs> they 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 know what you're doing. Okay. They know okay. what you're. They went. To, they go to the local pawn shops near the stash house. Mm-hmm. They see it. You'll get These scare tactics won't work on me. You'll get got, Jason, and that's why you got. That's why you're not a leader. Mm-hmm. See, I'm at the top of the pyramid. I'm saying put all your shit in the pile, and if you don't put your shit in the pile, mm-hmm. or me or one of You'll my know. closer foot soldiers finds out, I will have to kill you. Mm-hmm. I'll have to kill. I won't obviously do it myself. I'll have somebody do it. All right. Well, I don't want to die. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. It's not worth it, Chris. You're right. So, 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 do you think that this is all just crime? Really, is getting that bad, or they're trying to scare us out of the cities and out into the country? What's going on? All of the above. All of the above. I mean, I think crime is getting bad, but I also think like this shit. This happened, like, I remember that this exact kind of crime happening in Atlanta in 2007. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was like, this is crazy. That was just like, because of the first, that was like a recession, right? Yeah, that but it's was like, this, big, this was always happened. It like, but I think people are just more, I think people are more tuned in to the news and people want things to be bad. Mm-hmm. I really think people want things to be bad. It's like, COVID's so bad. This is bad. Everything's bad, 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 so bad. So now, live being a city slicker, living in a city is going to be considered bad now, and then the propaganda well, I think is going to be, we got to move out to Montana, we got to get some land but in they Lubbock, all Texas. That, all that happened during COVID, and, and it's all bullshit. Everybody's back, the prices are up again, it's all fake. I like, know, that but happen. that's why this is happening now. They're like, that didn't work to get people out of the cities mm. and out into the country, because the, the, the population density is all fucked up in the country. We got so much land that's so being unused. you think unused. this is a Biden thing, as usual? They're like, all right, we use COVID to control overpopulation because Bill Gates... Put the microchip inside the vaccination. Uh-huh. So he's he he's like, all right, I killed like five million humans, and they're like, that's better than everyone else. Thank you. That's pretty good. <laughs> still not enough. So they got it. We we're still fucking too much. So now we gotta like, if we can't kill everyone, that's bad PR. Then we gotta at least spread it out a little bit. I I believe all the this. cream cheese on the yeasty boys is only on the corners, <laughs> and we got so much. Extra bagel. There, this bagel schmear. needs a schmear. I got dry. I got one good bite. The rest of the bagel, dry bagel, all <laughs> fucked up. I mean, look, cities historically were dangerous. You know, like that's the whole thing. Like that's what cities were until mm-hmm. white people fucking you know opened sweet greens <laughs> and like you know like reformation. Like that's what you know. That's most of the sweet green leadership team is not white, Chris. Okay, their customer. However, that is a good point. It's quite white. <laughs> and thank you for all your service. <laughs> but I just say, I mean, cities historically were dangerous. And, and then obviously suburbs were created for a lot of nefarious reasons. You know, but when I mean? you when you I'm not talking about the suburbs, I'm, I'm in the suburbs now. It's it feels like a sweet spot, but you sort of feel the you want to get further. You still feel I personally don't. But I think that they're trying so you're gonna to move to Idlewild. Interesting, because when you're in the city, if I'm walking around in New York, I can't have that Thule on me. 
That's huh. illegal. Huh. Huh. But if I'm out upstate, that's what you think. It's like if <laughs> if you, you were, should if, hang out with me and Mayno. Okay, you know what I mean, we come. To- <laughs> if you go to one of your little fucking bookstore after you parties think, at some apartment, you think I didn't apartment. come into the parade party with the tool on me? You're fucking <laughs> crazy. I had to stay strapped at the parade party. Okay. I said, Bryn, how big is your purse? Cause I got the Draco with me uh-huh. tonight, and I, it doesn't fit in my in the waistband of the APCs. I'm saying nobody is walking around in L.A. New York with with a gun. Usually. That is not true. If you go to Rodeo Drive right now, there's 40 guys with guns. Okay, okay, that's fair, and then I don't like that. But they, <laughs> <laughs> but in, I'm just, I'm saying in the city. You didn't need a gun. You just fight someone, you stab someone, whatever. But when you're out in the country, even if you're a liberal, even if you're a full liberal cuck, it's a wise idea to get you some type of gun. I will never never own a gun. We know. I have no interest. Not even paintball. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a starter pistol if I get really into running. But otherwise, (laughs) otherwise, like owning a gun is just not. I, I have no use for that. And I would say most people that own them have no use for them and don't know how to use them. And that's the whole problem. That is a big problem. That's a big problem. But your ass country TJ, I feel like you want to get a little streppy. I don't, I don't want but to, you feel like you have to, but if I lived out in the country, middle of nowhere in the woods, just me, me and the trees and the grizzlies. And the only thing stopping, uh, you know, a crazy intruder from killing my beautiful white family. Do you- is these wimpy little arms? That, I mean, you ain't gonna do shit. That's the thing. I'm. I could. Then price, I need. I, I can need fight a, off five to six intruders with my bare hands. <laughs> that is the difference. What kind of? Are you talking about squirrels? <laughs> What's going on here? <clears throat> Specify what kind of intruders <laughs> they were. No, all manner of rodentia and vermin. Small, small rodents. I could fight off. No, <laughs> I just don't think that. I think that it, it's just. I, you need a gun. Bro. I disagree. I think the further out you are, the less you need a gun. I need a gun more where I am now than if I lived in Idlewild. What an, what about an actual bear, a mountain lion? Bro, you, that doesn't really happen. <laughs> that doesn't really happen. You've been watching too many movies, bro. That doesn't really I happen. I never watch movies that have bear attacks in them. No, I'm... I you watch The Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> and that bear got got. I... But I, I'll... When... Uh, so my friend Dan, his, his wife, Momo... They have a house in Santa Fe. It's on a ranch. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful house in Santa Fe. It's not out in the middle of nowhere woods, but it's kind of a remote road. Sure. And there'll be a house and a few acres and another house, and everyone's got a big yard, and it's sort of like the grounds are a little more open. Yeah. It's not just like a white picket fence, and here's my house, and here's your house. So it's a little bit of open country. And she, she ha- uh, her older sister lived there, and she kept a little pistol in the bedside table. You never know. No, of course. Wanderer off the street. I, I, I get that. I get that. But I, I'm all You're just set. laying there asleep. You just smoke a little weed. You're watching Gilmore. See, that's the beauty for me. You Jason. hear the door open. I am constantly you alert. You hear some Timberlands going. I'm constantly doom, alert doom. and ready to fight. That's the thing. That's why. <laughs> that's part of the reason sobriety rules. Okay. I can jump up at any point and tackle an intruder. And that's why I work out. Okay. Let's see this guy is in your house. You hear you hear a little sound. What is that? That's eh, nothing. Whatever. I'm a, I'm alert anyway. And you hear a fucking chainsaw start up. Nah, I pull out the. I, luckily, I have a MLB. So you just official, tackle him. No, I have an MLB official Supreme baseball bat <laughs> that, I, that I keep under the bed, and I'll fucking knee his ass. Supreme axe gets thrown. Yeah, thrown I have, I, luckily I have all the supreme accessories to fight off any possible intruders. Okay, okay. Like I said before, I don't want a gun. 
but sometimes mm-hmm. you got to kill a guy, you know? I Look, I agree with killing people. I have no <laughs> issue with killing people. I just think it would be more satisfying with my bare hands. Oh, yeah. 1,000, bro. Because yeah. I, I know you're on your little Clint Eastwood shit. I'm on my Joe Rogan shit. I'm on my, I'm on my piano wire swag. <laughs> I'm talking about you come into T, you come into TT room. You wa- open the door. Nobody's in here, but I'm hiding behind where the door opens. It creates a little Bitch, pocket. You behind the door, you can see your whole face. <laughs> <laughs> and then you walk in and then I, you know, my, I take my sneakers off. So it's just my socks and my Crocs. Of course. Little tiptoe right behind him, piano wire around the neck. It's out, bro. You're clumsy. There's a struggle. Yeah, there's a struggle. (laughs) Yeah, I watched the breath fall out of you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Damn, this podcast took a dark turn. Yeah. So next episode, we'll talk about different ways that we fantasize (laughs) about murdering other humans on a daily basis. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm. Now uh, we'll be back with more podcasts this week. We got a nice, great episode coming up we have it's interesting we have yeah we we have two episodes i'm very i asked god can we get a guess and god said bet yeah and i'm god Mm -hmm. and i said yes i can i didn't say i said daddy i want her and you said yes dear that's what i did that's what the kind of service i deliver for my best friend and co-host and Mm -hmm. an important part of the local community i'm jazz right me too okay uh, how long gone? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have more news soon about the album. We're doing something special with our friends here at Amoeba in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember them from selling CDs and stuff like that. Not selling Sunset. Not selling Sunset. Great show. You remember them from where you used to sell your CDs? Yeah, exactly. When when you, where need, you get three cents per album. When you need a little cash and you, and, and you had to steal from your dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We get a little store there. credit so I can get this fucking... Yo, bro. Hot, hot heat album. <laughs> Have you heard Wu-Tang enter the 36 chambers? <laughs> okay. How long gone? You know where to find us. We're back next week with, with many more episodes. You know what the fucking deal is. No other updates, I guess? Yeah. We, we don't have any other. I don't, want other. I don't want any other updates. I just want to hit the tennis court. Let's go play a little green ball, Chris. All right, guys. All thank right. you for listening. We love you. And uh, stay t- stay tuned for some, some slam dunk pauses. Later. It's hard to